0: Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. I am your host, Mario Sequeira. And this is my podcast called Steps to Peace and in Internal Life. And I'm in a good mood, honestly. I've been in a good mood. I mean, I'm always in a good mood, you know? I'm too blessed to be stressed. I mean, I've, you know, stressed sometimes, but I've always managed to come out. And just quick update on my life. I've been having a good day. I've been having a good week. I've been having a good year. Over and all. You know, maybe it's something that's someone that's coming into my life or maybe something negative that's coming out. I don't know which it is, but all glory to God, right? In today's topic, I want to talk about faith. You know, we all have questions about faith as new Christians. Maybe the new Christians have questions about faith. Like, how, how do we earn that? How is it, is it gifted us? How do we get it, right? And faith is a word we hear thrown around all the time. Keep the faith. Walk in the f- faith. Having faith. So what is faith? Faith has several different definitions. Let me give you four good ones. The first one is complete trust or confidence in someone or something, right? Second one is strong belief in God or in the doctrines of religion based on a spiritual apprehension rather than truth. The third definition is system of religious belief. You know, uh, number four is a firmly held belief or theory. What does faith say? What does the Bible say about faith, though? The Bible says that faith is confidence in what we hope for, in the assurance that the Lord is working, even though we cannot see it. Faith knows that no matter what the situation in our Lord, our in our lives or someone else's, that the Lord is working in it. The Hebrew word for faith is immuna, which means support, and that's good. This is perfect because faith is like the Lord's support to us because He is working in every situation for his glory. Remember all glory to God. regardless of what we think He always knows what, he's al- he always knows best, and there are many times we have to see by faith and not by our eyes. I'm gonna give you some verses you know um about faith uh in the book of genesis the first book of Gen- the first book chapter 15 verse 6 it says and abraham believed in the lord and the lord continue him righteousness because of his faith in that whole chapter that whole chapter 15 is the lord covenant to abraham which covenant means an agreement you know this is lord god telling Abraham what's what he's about to give him in the future and what's going to happen to his tribe and his people and you know how is he the blessings that's coming his way because he's he's righteous because he's he's been he's been right with God another uh scripture the first book of Samuel chapter two verse 9 he will protect his faithful ones but the wicked would disappear into darkness. No one would succeed by faith alone. You can't succeed as a Christian if you don't have faith in Jesus. It makes no sense. You know, it's like having a peanut butter jelly sandwich without the peanut butter, or without the sandwich, or the sandwich or without jelly. You gotta have all three of them, right? Where does faith come from? Again, back to the same question. Where does faith come from? How do we get it? Where? Do, where? How How is it earned, right? For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourself. Remember that. It is a gift of God. Not by works so that no one can boast. And that's the perfect definition. And that definition was found in the book of the Bible. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8 through 9. Let me read it one more time. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God. Not by works, so that no one can boast. Imagine if we could earn faith. Imagine imagine right now how many people, how many Christians are on their high horse. Imagine how many more Christians will be on their high horse. If we can just work by, and work by uh, having faith, right? So remember that it is not earned, it is given. It is given. Faith can only come from a new heart, regenerated by God. Therefore, faith is a gift from God. It is unique, it is a unique way that God uses to bring salvation to his people. We strengthen our faith by reading the Bible, hearing the gospel. The more we immerse ourselves in the truth, the more our confidence grows. Right? Let me read that again. Our faith, we strengthen our faith. So once you are have faith, you're not supposed to have the same faith. I mean, your faith is going to stay intact. It's going to stay the same. But at the same time, you're, you're supposed to grow your faith in Jesus. You're supposed to believe in more and more. In him more and more. You're supposed to believe in the stuff that you can't, you don't think that's impossible to do. But believe in him, those impossible going to become him. Are going to become possible in your life right? let me read that We strengthen our faith by reading the bible And hearing the gospel The more we immerse ourselves in the truth The more our confidence grows Everyone who is saved has been gifted faith It is the ability to believe God is who he says he is Trusting in him In all things for all things Faith also helps to combat unbelief and motivate us to do what God desires us to do. Not only do we grow our faith by reading scriptures and praying in our own time, but also hearing the message in church with other believers. And some of us, some of y'all, are saying, "Well, man, I'm not going to church. I've been to church and it's boring." Let me tell you something: the building is not the church. You don't have to go to a uh, a building with the cross on it. You gather three, two of your friends. Start talking about the Bible. Start learning about the Bible. Start learning who Jesus is. And you will become the church. You, wherever you're at, where it are, is the church. The people are the church. Not the building. The building is just a building where Christians gather, which makes it a church. So remember, the building is not the church. It's the people. It's the Christian. Justice fiction by faith means that God has removed the penalty of our sins and has declared us to be righteous by God's work. We have peace with our Lord Jesus Christ. Let me give you a good verse of that. In the book of Romans chapter 5, verse 1. It says, Therefore, since we have been made right in God's sight by faith, we have peace with God because of what Jesus Christ our Lord has done for us and that's coming on this earth to live a perfect life for us so we can have another chance after this life and I didn't, he didn't finish right there he didn't just live a perfect life no he died for our sins he died for your sins for the for your enemy's sins not for every single one of us to have a second chance in life. What's the difference between faith and belief, right? I mean, some people, some Christians think faith and belief is the same thing, or if you have one, then you have the other. No, 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 no. Faith and belief are often used in the same context, sometimes in, in, interchangeably, but they are not quite the same thing. Believe is a strongly held opinion about an, an idea or worldview. Right? Beliefs are also opinions that you form about what you read or hear or see. Beliefs can change over time as you grow and learn new things. Faith is something is not something you can start and build from. Faith can only be received, it must be given by God. True faith can take on doubts and questions, but it remains intact. It remains undefeated. Which nothing can shake your faith. Nothing should shake your faith in the one and only our true our Savior, Lord Christ Jesus. Nothing is supposed to shake your faith in him. We can grow in our faith, but the foundation is always the same. See, that's where I, back to that. Your faith was always, I said kind of wrong. Your faith will change. It will get bigger. It will, supposed to grow, but the foundation is always the same. In the book of James, chapter 2, verse 19, it says, you believe that there is a God. There is one God, right? And this is what... This is This is a, a verse of... What's the difference between faith and belief, right? Let me read it. Let me reread it. You believe that there is one God. Good. Even the demons believe that. Ooh. See? You cannot believe there is a God. Even that there is one God. But do you believe he is your God? God produces faith in us by giving us new hearts and opening our eyes to see that he is our God and we need him. In everything we do, we need him. No matter what it is, you need him. Does your faith, does your faith in God change the way you live your life? It should. You know, if you believe in God, then why are you still living the life that you do? that you used to live that you, before you even met God, right? It's like meeting your soulmate. Before you met your soulmate, yeah, you're uh, messing around with other people, having intercourses, having people you love to keep you entertained. But when you meet your soulmate and you really say you love them and you do anything for them, but you still live the same life, will you? but will you still live the same life? No, of course not. If you really mean it, that you love your soulmate, then you would do anything to change and keep them happy, keep them pleased, and that's you. That's who your soulmate is in, in the Christian life. Jesus, when you meet finally, meet Jesus, know who He is, and grow a relationship with Him, you're not going to want to live the same life that you live because that's not pleasing God, that's not satisfying God. You want to do whatever p- pleases God, All right? There are some who say. They believe in God, but the way they live their life does not change. They are motivated by other factors. Faith changes how we live our lives. Faith motivates us to keep moving in life. Having faith in the Bible means trusting that God's Word is the truth. The faith that God began in us will grow when exposed to God's Word. Let me read that again. The faith that God began in us will grow When exposed to God's word. And where is God's word at? In the book of the Bible. In the book of life. In the gospel. So your faith will not. To begin to grow. Unless you open that book of the Bible. And read God's word. Here. Read. What he has to say. You know. The word of God is being imparted in you. The Bible says that faith is not silly or irrational. It is not a feeling or closeness to God either. Instead, faith is being able to trust God for what he has promised in his world. Let me give you some examples of people in the Bible who have faith, right? Give you give you four, like I gave you four definitions. First one, of course, Mary. Mary was faithful to God. When she was chosen to be the mother of his son, Mary trusted her God, in the role He had chosen for her. Right? I mean, maybe, maybe yes, sure, maybe he first, she first had doubts. Like, okay, how did this happen? Questions. Like, I can't be pregnant. I haven't had sex yet. But then again, an angel came, told her what was going on, and she started believing. She had faith. She was like, you know what? Okay, let's do it to save the world (laughs) second one is Abraham Abraham had faith in God when he was called to sacrifice his only son as a burnt offering he sent out the next morning after God told him where he to go he had faith that God would provide and God did provide that book is beautiful Abraham was tested by God saying To kill your only son, go to the highest mountains and kill your only son. I think his name was Isaac. Go kill your only son, Isaac. And no question asked, Abraham was like, "Yes, sir." So the next day, he grabbed, he grabbed a, grabbed his son, grabbed his two people, and before they got to the top of the mountain, he told his two people to watch the donkey. Took his son up to the highest mountain. Was about to, you know, tie them or whatever you want to picture it He tied them, laid them down or whatnot. Picked up the knife way up with his hand, way up. Was about to kill his son. And then an angel came down and stopped him and said, well done. I mean, basically said, well done, my good and faithful servant. I believe that you have faith now. I believe that you believe in me. Everything I tell you, that you're going to do it without any doubts. Now you can go ahead and... Instead of giving your son up, give that sheep up over there. That's beautiful. I mean, he was gonna do it because God told him to. That's 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 having faith. That's 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 having faith. My favorite one, third one. I can't say these people's name because they have some real hard names. But I'm gonna cut it in half. Sha, mess. And Abi had faith when they were thrown into the fiery, fir- fiery furnace, aka the fire, by King uh, ne- Nezer. Nezer, they had no doubts that God would save them. You see, these people, these three kids, these three people, have faith, in they had only they only worship one God, and that was our 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 Lord and Savior. And King Nezer was like, bow down to me. And they were like, no, we only bow down to our king, our Lord, our real true king, our Lord and Savior. So he was like, all right, well, if you believe in him, if you believe in this God that we have not seen yet, then he should save you from the pit of fire. So he would throw all thrown out in the fire. Three of them were thrown into that fire. As they were walking out, there was four of them. It was four of them. And the fourth one was Jesus Christ. That's You should read that. You should read that. uh, Y'all should read that scripture. That's a beautiful book. That's a beautiful story in the book of the Bible. And it's all true because the book of the Bible is the book of life. The fourth one is Moses. Moses had faith when God asked him to lead the Israelites out of Egypt and across the Red Sea. Away from everything they knew. Okay, Moses, the one that departed the Red Sea, split the Red Sea. He didn't know how he's gonna—he didn't know how he's gonna get across, across that sea, but he said, "You know what? I'm gonna put my faith in God, and I'm gonna do what He tells me to do." So he grabs his people, goes, and there's people—there's people behind him trying to kill him, and then he departs the Red Sea and gets his people across, safe and sound, no questions asked, right? And how do we, how do we have, how do we, how can we have faith like them, right? How can we, how can I have faith like Moses, like them three guys, like Abraham, like Mary? I'm show sure you, let me give you some tips on how to grow your faith, right? Three, three simple tips. There are several different ways we can grow our faith. The first one is to ask God to increase your faith. You know, if you're struggling in your faith, ask him for more of it. He would be glad to bestow it through the Holy Spirit. And that's praying. Pray. Number two is focus on obeying God. Focus on obeying God. No one is perfect and we all make mistakes, but if you focus on following God's word and commands, your faith will grow naturally. If you practice what you preach, you will become good at it. Mm, Last advice is spend time reading and hearing God's word. You know, whether it be a service on YouTube. Whether you open the book of the Bible and just read one chapter, that's all it takes. Just one chapter a day. You don't got to read two chapters. You don't got to read the whole gospel, the whole book of John in one day. No. Take baby steps first, right? Spend time every day by reading God's word and soak it into your heart and mind. Don't just read it. Soak it in. Marinate. As you read, if your lifestyle is busy, listen to a sermon on on a Christian podcast. Putting His Word into your heart and soul will fortify your faith in the rough times. No, how do we live by faith and not by sight? Living in faith and not by sight means that you are willing to go into the unknown. It's trusting God even though you don't know where He is leading you. Or what the outcome will be. I have been living in faith. I, I have been living in faith over a specific situation for almost three years. I have been praying over this situation fervently. I don't know how it's going to turn out or where it's going to leave. You know, all I do, all I do know is that God is working, and I'm waiting patiently to see the outcome. And I can't tell you what I've been praying about, but I don't know. He's he's gonna he's gonna. And when he does all glory to God. it's not easy and it's not fun, but I know that he's in control and that, and that is where I find my peace. You know, and and there are going to come to hard times, to down times, and how do we keep faith like that? How do we still keep our faith in times of trouble? Give you another good three advice? Keep a positive attitude, reflecting on God's promises. We are to praise Jesus in all things and in all circumstances. No matter what, don't lose the faith. Keep the faith. Number two, surround your circumstances to God. It can be so easy to get upset and shake our fist at him when things aren't going right. Instead, ask him for help and change your circumstances. Let him take the wheel and trust what he's going to do. The last one is be generous. The Bible says, even in times of trouble, we are to give. It seems counter counter counterintuitive counterintuitive when you are struggling to keep your head above water. However, in giving and blessing someone else, you are blessing yourself too. God loves a cheerful giver, and when God loves a cheerful giver, don't boast about it, because when you boast about it, then you receive the reward that you've wanted, and that's, good job, man, wow, you know, when you do something good, don't put it in cam, don't put it on camera, don't let everyone see, don't let your right hand see what your right your left hand does, don't be that person, right, and I think that's all I have to say about faith, I hope you got something out of it, you know, I hope I hit you, on some parts of faith on the questions you had, you know, and I always come to this to the end you know if you, I mean before I ask if you want to grow a relationship with Jesus if you want to have a relationship with jesus let me let's pray this let's pray out on this uh on this uh topic let's pray, dear Lord, please help me grow my faith, help me to lean on your on you in good times and bad help me not to be quick to anger and instead have a godly mindset speak to my heart as i read your word and highlight verses of encouragement help me to trust you in every situation and in every circumstance in your name jesus i pray amen but if you decide to give your life to jesus christ and you want to become a disciple or you want to become a follower of jesus it's easy. I'm gonna help you out right now. Want you to close your eyes and say this prayer with me. One more prayer, and then I'll let y'all go. And mean it when you say it, right? Mean it with, with your heart and mind. Dear God, repeat after me. Ready? Dear God, I know that I am imperfect, but I believe that Jesus died for all my sins. So that I am completely forgiven now and will spend eternity with you in heaven. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Yeah, and I'll, again, I hope you got something out of it. I hope you've, you know, I hit something that if you've been asking questions, and hope you have a good rest of the week. Remember, say your prayers. Love y'all. Bye.